You are listening to the podcast series for Mission to Amish People. Mission to Amish People is a Christian ministry with a threefold purpose of evangelizing and discipling Amish and former Amish, helping Amish people who leave their communities by helping them transition into the English world, and by presenting the ministry to churches nationwide. You can find out more about Mission to Amish People by going to their website at www.mapministry.org. Today's podcast is part two of three and contains the testimony of Samuel Yoder. What, uh, so, so nothing, um, I think, I, the reason I ask it is I think a lot of times we have a misconception mm-hmm. of, of all Amish being a little too aggressive right. towards women. And in your community, you were telling me it wasn't like they were, um, the only thing that seemed a little bit different to me was when, when you said making big decisions, like if the husband went to go buy some horses or something. Yeah, he wouldn't really. I mean, if they bought a piece of property or built a house and things like that, but as far as like, I'm going to go buy a horse or this, he kind of does his deal. Okay. But if he, the, he'll send his wife to go grocery shopping or whatever, she you know, that sort of thing. So that's kind of the way it operate. Good. And, and so it's not, not a whole lot different. Um, yeah, I think they're, they're, the way to key on that was that it was a real... They emphasize a partnership, and the way you talked about marriage, like they take marriage um, really seriously, and so it was. It was if he did this, she did that, and it wasn't a, a hateful thing or a range right. order or anything like that. Yeah. It was just that's the only way it worked, and yeah. the Amish, especially the Amish church, views that as a as a really big deal. Well, my parents, like my parents, like if you went and asked your dad something, you know, my mom would say, "What did your dad say?" And and vice versa. Well, you go because we go try to persuade our mom. Like mom said, she doesn't care if we go home with so and so for the night, you know. And um, but if they made up, they never like they both stuck together. One said something, the other one backed it up to the end. So yeah. So good. so you had a really annoying childhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Um. Good. So that that's good. Um. Can you? Can Can the Amish be in pictures? Like like photos. If you take them and they don't know it. Okay, but but here's the thing. So if I walked into your your dad's house now, would he have photos on the wall of no. you guys? Even you. No. Um, what about the kids that are that are still living with him? They don't have any pictures. Pre- I I seen a calendar in, in my dad's house. I think that had maybe a picture of an Amish team of horses like plowing or something. I don't know. If, I don't remember if you could actually see the person in it or if it was like taken from the back or something. They don't want their face in a picture, and they don't have any other pictures. Either really now, why why is that? Because they think that um, you're not supposed to have any graven images. I guess and they take that pretty literal. Yeah, and so we get that. We were talking about that today. Is that that's the the commandment that shall have no idols before me, have no graven images before me, and a lot of the Amish, which we'll we'll jump to. So here's your your little treat before we get there. Is um, very old covenant in a lot of respects, um, especially the church Sam was in. Um, and not all of it's wrong by any means. Most of it's not wrong. It's just Old Covenant, and they follow it really, really accurately. Um, and so we'll, we'll get there. That's, that's where we're about to be headed. But, so they don't have photos, didn't, didn't take pictures. Um, someone, <laughs> same thing with us on our college mission trip. We went to a Marble Falls. I believe it was one of the twins. And we were swimming one night in the hotel after we'd gotten back. And uh, was cracking jokes at Sam trying to explain to him what a photo was. So uh, he obviously knows. Um, he, he's been out long enough. And so, uh, but it's always fun. So that's good about about photos there and, and the reason why they don't have that. Um, 
Can you go back and and see your family? I can, but it's kind of if they invite you to come back. Okay. Like last fall, I think it was, I went and helped my dad cut some firewood. And uh, I guess because all his kids are gone, he needs some help cutting firewood. So I went up there and helped him, and everything was fine. They, they made me wear my Amish clothes. So I had a little straw hat on, you know, the suspenders and all that stuff. But uh, like my brother got married three weeks ago. That just just old and skewed, and they didn't invite me to the wedding. So it's kind of a they don't really. You can't just like show up. Oh, hey, I'm here for Christmas or something. Which I think Joe and my little brother went there for Christmas one time. But it's kind of sometimes they'll invite you, and then other I don't know. So it's a. Well, well, give me an example of like your. We talked about it today. Was your dad um, would be thrilled if you came back mm -hmm. and wanted to officially like reinstate if you right. will into the Amish again. But apart from that, it's kind of like, no, right. don't come back at all. Yeah, they don't, they, especially when I had, I had three younger brothers at home. Uh, my dad was always worried that, oh, I'm afraid they're going to look at you and want to do what you're doing. So he, didn't, he was afraid we'd be a bad influence, which I never did anything there, you know, like I wasn't on the phone or something like yeah. that. Or tried to talk to them, tell them, hey, you should leave, this is cool. Yeah. But they are afraid that that, that might happen. Um, but yeah, my dad would love it if I came back. They, I was thinking about that today when uh, Brandon, was that guy's name? Like, Brandon, yeah. yeah. He was talking about the product of his son. My dad talks about that a lot, how, you know, he, because he, I'm his product of his son, he thinks so. He, he always talks about that, how it'd be so nice if he came back, things like that. Yeah, and so that's a, that's a unique, and we'll get more into his relationship with his dad. Um, a unique situation to be in, and, and we'll, we'll get there. Um, hey, there's a word called Rumspringa that a lot of us know as when, when you turn 18, you get the option to leave the Amish community for about a year, if I'm not mistaken, and then kind of go like, do what you want, and then come back, and that's when you can decide whether you want to stay or leave. Uh, tell me about that. Um, Rumspringa actually means, literally translated, the way I understand it, means running around. And, um, I get asked, that's probably the number one question. If it's not that, it's Amish Mafia. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to answer. <laughs> but I always get asked about Rome Street. People are like, oh, so you used to be Amish, so you like on Rome Street? And I'm like, where I grew up at, and some of you might read books like you were seeing earlier, there, there's all kinds of different places. Where I grew up at, there was no such thing. Like, I left. Um, I put a note on the kitchen table and said I was gone. That's There was no... There was, it wasn't accepted, really. Um, but there are places that, I guess, when they're 16, 17, 18 years old, their kids can go kind of go wild and go do whatever they want, and then they can decide where they want to come back. But not where I grew up at. I don't really even know anybody that has done that. Mm -hmm. So it's not. That's one of the things we see, I think, on TV and in books a lot, um, that we just assume all Amish go through. And I wanted to point that out, that mm -hmm. in his com community, another reason which made them more conservative is... Uh, that they didn't have that option. So one of the things that makes it more unique when Sam left, like he was just saying, is he he left. Um, there was not really a yeah. You can you can do this type of thing. It was either you leave or you stay here. Um, and uh, and so that's a very that's a, that's a cause of detention probably when yes. you and your dad have between each other. Yeah, because when you walk out the door, like you're like even if you turned around, and told him you're leaving, you walk right back, and it would be a huge problem. You just you're done once you walk out. Okay. Or for me. Yeah. Um, 
And did you tell us saying you grew up in, um, where did you grow up at? Michigan. Where is that? Well, I was, I was born in Montana, and uh, my parents left there when I was a young kid, so I don't really remember anything in Montana. I lived in Michigan for 18 years, and then my parents moved to Missouri. Okay. And that's where they live now? Yes. Okay, and then, hey, you, you made a joke about suspenders a while ago. What, what did you wear on a normal, I mean, I'm sure they're all dying to envision you in their head. So what, what did you wear on a normal day, say when you were older or even younger in school? Was it the same thing? Did it change when you no, were a certain just, age? No, just, uh, I wasn't going to say this. I thought about this, and I'm like, I'm going to get a lot of, I'm, everybody's going to laugh at this probably. But when uh, Amish kids, when they're real small, boy or a girl, they'll put a dress on. So I probably did wear a dress at some point when I was a little kid. Good thing y'all don't take pictures. I know. So there's, there's no proof. <laughs> and I don't, I think the reason they do that is it's just easier to change the diapers and stuff instead of having to, but. So yeah, I would just wear a pair of, they wear, their jeans and stuff are made out of denim, but they have, like instead of having a zipper, they have like buttons on them. So they kind of open up and, and then wear your suspenders, and it's, if you don't wear your suspenders, you're cool, but you have to wear them. I mean, it's like part of their, part of their uh, rules in most places. And then just a regular shirt, they won't have a shirt that comes all the way down like this, it's like stops like right here. And otherwise, it's just kind of like this. No pockets on. You can't have pockets on. There's some Amish people that do it. It like it varies everywhere you go. But where I grew up at, we didn't. And no hip hip pockets. You have like little pockets on the side here. So. And then a hat. You were saying. Yeah, I wear a straw hat. And uh, during the winter, wear a felt hat. But uh, and then just. Well, I mean, during the summer, when we were kids, we just run out barefoot. I actually run through thistle patches. It wouldn't even bother me. Yeah. But we had to wear. I think we had to wear shoes to go to school. I definitely wouldn't went to go to go to town. So our dad makes us go wash our feet and put on some shoes. <laughs> Probably been handed down for two or three brothers. Good deal. Um, cool. So we, we might come back to that, depending on how much time we have, and, and talk about some more of those fun things. But let, let's jump into um, some more of the Amish church and, and just know all of these questions will be based off of his Amish church and what he has been a part of and knows. Um, so give me just point blank. Start us off with walk us through a Sunday morning service of in your Amish church and how that looks like. Okay, so Sunday mornings the service starts at nine o'clock, and we would take a horse and buggy go to church. Sometimes it was five minutes away, sometimes it was thirty minutes, um, which is really not that far if you're driving a car. You either like, yeah. but um, so you would get to church. They don't have a church house like we have here. They they have their church at their at their houses. So. If, some, if somebody has a really small house, they will have it maybe at their neighbors or one of their friends. And um, so we'd pull in the driveway, us kids would unhitch the horse and put it in the barn, and all your buddies would be standing around there. All the guys are in the, in the barn, just hanging out. Um, you drop your mom and your sisters off at the house, and uh, we'd all hang around there till nine o'clock or a little before nine, and then we'd walk inside. Um, let me back up a second. So. The, the bishops and elders and things like that, they would go in first and then like just your people that were married, regular families, and then us kids would be the last ones to go in. Um, unless you were the bishop's kid, then you had to go in with your dad. How, so, do, you, how do you know that? Because I was the bishop's kid. <laughs> <laughs> Is it all coming together? <laughs> but, uh, so you go inside their house and they'll have, they'll have like their, 
living room kind of kitchen area where I have it set up, have everything cleaned out of the way. And then they'll have the women sit on one side and the men sit on the other side. And uh, they, it was, like I said, it starts at nine o'clock and it lasts for three hours. And you sit on benches that are about this wide, they don't have a back on them, and they're just like wooden benches. So, I mean, they have kind of sharp edges. They didn't even router it there. They put a nice soft edge on them. So, you sit there, and they'll have somebody, I think they'll start out by singing songs, and they sing like hymns. So, they're, uh, I wish I should have brought a book here. I wouldn't sing for you guys, but they'll, so if, like a song book, like if I was reading something like that, they kind of, I don't know, they, they, you, you can't even really tell what the word is. I don't know. You guys would have to look it up or, or something. But it's, it's a very, like, Himmish type of music. What's it in yeah. English or German? In German. So pretty much from the time you walked into the church door on Sunday, how much of, how much of the church service was done in German? All of it. Okay. So yes. keep going. So they'll sing songs. Um, and then I've never really understood exactly what, what this is about, but all the... the like the bishop and elders of the church will go upstairs to a room and they'll like, I guess, talk about their, they kind of like a little meeting or something. And then um, they'll come back downstairs and then one of them will stand up and, and I forget, preach for a little while and then they'll have a guy that'll read out of the Bible and, uh, and then there'll be like a, one guy that has the main last part of it. So there's three different deals and they'll sing, and then I think at the very end they'll sing a song right before church lets out. Um, trying to think, I'm probably getting some stuff out, but yeah, it was very different. Everything. So no Sunday school, like a Bible study in the morning, and then no. go into the sanctuary. It was all one big sanctuary. Yeah. Uh, little kids, feel like you sit with your with your mom or something, and you elevate your mom or sit with your dad. And, um, but it's a you wouldn't, you know how like Creighton will make a joke or something in the church. You know, or, you know if he's making announcements or something like that, like that doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, if you fall asleep and fall out of your ear. We all knew I wouldn't cut it in the office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very, like, very, very serious, kind of, which, I don't know, but yeah. So, good deal. And, and with you and your dad um, being the bishop, let's kind of go that route for a second. So your dad is still the bishop. Yes. Um, where he, I think where he moved at, there, there was somebody there already. That was, so he might be kind of not as important as where. Okay. Uh, but where you grew up as a kid, and when you remember, he was the like yes, top would, dog, yeah. if you will. Okay, yeah. so so explain to me then what's like the and you guys remember Sam left before he was eighteen, and was after not after after right after he turned eighteen, but he was not baptized into the church. Um, so a lot of that is not things he was he wasn't around it as, as much right. and as on the on the same level that he would have been if he would have been baptized right. into the church. And so what what from what you know. What's the hierarchy between like where you grew up in that church? What's the order of people with power or important yeah. people or whatever? So the bishop is kind of like the main guy, which would probably, I mean, he'd be kind of like the pastor here, kind of probably has the, the final say, kind of. And then they have like deacons, and then there's something else. I don't know how to say it in English, and I forget. Yeah, I don't, but they have, and there's two or three people below that, which they're probably be kind of considered just like people that work here at church and help do things, you know, they don't, um, they'd probably be the guys that stand up and read the Bible, read God's Word, do things like that. Okay, and so, explain to me the difference or the similarities between, like, your dad and when you grew up Amish versus Jim here, because you've seen mm -hmm. Jim do some things and how he does some things, and we talk, so I know you know, but 
What are some similarities there, and where are some differences? Or is it all different? No, I'd say it's it's close to the same, but I feel like my like my dad being a bishop was it was more the rules come into play so much that I would really hate to be a bishop. Yeah. Because they like my I guess whenever my dad left Michigan, a lot of people did not like him because things would things with the rules would come up and they would my dad would have to be the guy to say yes or no or whatever happened and he's like I don't even want to do this I can't. but they he was kind of had, he was kind of put on the spot um, it's close to the same I guess I just think they, they have more of a dictatorship type yeah. than a, that's good like I'm not scared to go talk to him yeah I know mean, a, a lot of people that are kind of have scared to go talk to the bishops and things I mean they're not you know they, so they have a little more um, authority good or bad, yeah. right? I mean, they, yeah. the bishop would have a little bit more ultimate authority in the church. Yeah. Like, does the congregation vote on things to happen, or mm -hmm. is that like the bishop walking out going, yeah? No, no I mean, it's not bad. There are some, some there's probably bad ones everywhere, but uh, they vote on who, like, they like cast lots to, we need a deacon or bishop or whatever it is, and what they'll do is they'll, they'll, they'll take, uh, they'll have somebody inside a, a room of the house to do this, like, in the fall and spring or whatever they got they'll have you'll go up and tell this person who you want to vote for and then they'll if there's i think if you get chosen three times like if three people put your name or something you get you sit up in front of this in front of church on this bench and they'll have all these hymn books and one of them will have like the piece of paper in it or whatever and if you happen to get that one that's how they choose it so that's a very you said cast lots and we hadn't talked about that yet but uh that's pretty close to it. Um. Thank you for listening to this podcast series. Check out Mission to Amish People online at www.mapministry.org or keep up to date with us on Facebook and Google+. Thank you again and have a blessed day.